Welcome to Betty. This is where I share some of my lessons about life, leadership, and the mostly peaceful pursuit of happiness. I hope you find something here to help you along your journey. My favorite movie is still Braveheart. Given my desire for freedom, this should come as no surprise. Second is Gladiator, that epic action drama that I assume most of you have seen. And if you haven't, you have homework. It's another story of oppression, war, love, freedom, and sacrifice. Here's the gist. Father, Marcus Aurelius, has a son, Lucius Commodus. Son is immoral and all around a bad guy. Son is passed over for throne by father. Father dies. Son is pissed and takes it out on father's favorite general. The general, played by Russell Crowe, makes things right, eventually. My name is Maximus Decimus Meridius, commander of the armies of the North, general of the Felix Legions, loyal servant to the true emperor, Marcus Aurelius, father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. The gods have While the story's fictional, the two main characters, Marcus Aurelius and Lucius Commodus, are not. They both lived in the mid-2nd century. Marcus was known as the last of the five good emperors. Machiavelli coined that phrase when he said, they had no need for praetorian cohorts or of countless legions to guard them, but were defended by their own good lives, the goodwill of their subjects, and the attachment of the Senate. Throughout his life, Marcus would write a series of 12 books titled Things to One's Self as a source for his own guidance and self-improvement. What he wrote almost 2,000 years ago is incredibly relevant today. For example, this, quote, It's silly to try and escape other people's faults. They're inescapable. Just try to escape your own, end quote. It would take 1,500 years before his work was translated and published under the title Meditations. This from Book 12 of Meditations, quote, It never ceases to amaze me. We all love ourselves more than other people, but care more about their opinion than our own, end quote. Despite being emperor, Marcus did not want accolades. He wanted to do his duty. He would have blushed at the idea of how far his thoughts have spread but I think ultimately he would have been satisfied to know that his personal struggles have provided us all with wonderful lessons on how to live a good life. Here's one more from book seven. Quote, everywhere at each moment, you have the option to accept this event with humility, to treat this person as he should be treated, or to approach this thought with care so that nothing irrational creeps in. End quote. If we go back to the movie, at the beginning, we'll find Marcus on the front lines facing the Germanic horde. People should know when they're conquered. What do you, Quintus? What I? Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Strength and honor. Simultaneously wrestling with the idea that his immoral son, Commodus, will succeed him to the throne of the empire. This is a sickening thought for a man who never wanted to be emperor himself and knows Commodus is both immoral and deeply, deeply selfish. Marcus would die 
causes still unknown near modern-day Vienna in real life. In the movie, he's killed by Commodus. This happens just after Marcus tells Commodus that Maximus, the protagonist, will succeed him and return Rome to the people. Are you ready to do your duty for Rome? Yes, Father. You will not be emperor. Which wiser older man is to take my place? My paths will pass to Maximus to hold in trust until the Senate is ready to rule once more. Rome is to be a republic again. Commodus killing Marcus symbolizes, for me, Commodus's choice to choose self over duty. Now, in real life, Commodus would go on to rule for 14 years after Marcus's death. And compared to his father, it would be a time largely of peace. What was not peaceful was the political strife he created. And it's because Commodus cared deeply about what people thought. As he became more self-absorbed, he would see conspiracy in every corner of the Colosseum, and for good reason. Turns out, he was right. It would take them a few attempts, but ultimately, Narcissus would strangle Commodus in his bath. Psychological diagnoses aside, Commodus worked incredibly hard to create a persona that eclipsed even Marcus. He would claim godlike status as the reincarnation of Hercules. He was, in his mind, a demigod. He was the protector and a warrior who could defeat any foe. He cast himself as the son of Jupiter and away from the source of his true power, his father. He was unique, he was important, and he was the bringer of a new world order that only he was capable of providing. It was all about him and his legacy. He was all about me, not we. While very few of us are immoral, and even fewer would claim to be a demigod, we share something in common with Commodus. We care about what people think. If you say you don't care what people think, well, A, good for you, and B, I don't believe you. One way or another, I think we all do. Maybe for different reasons, but very few reach that peaceful place where they don't give the perceptions of others a single moment of consideration. Maybe Gandhi reached that place. As much as I want to say, I don't care what people think, I know it's not true. I hypothesize that the more someone says they don't care what people think, the more they do. If they're anything like me, they want to be liked, admired, respected, and loved. And while I have no small amount of guilt when I have those feelings, I know I'm not bad. I'm just a guy trying to make it through this crazy world while dancing with all of my own insecurities. The real question for me is, how much of my energy am I going to spend trying to satisfy those needs? My battery is not inexhaustible. I need to spend my energy wisely. We all wake up each day and we have a full battery. It's 100%, maybe. That's the amount of energy we have to put into the world. Whether it's our work at home, our work on ourselves, or our work for others, we only have so much of it. How much of your battery do you use seeking status, up, down, or sideways? We do it in obvious ways, like what we wear, what we drive, and where we choose to live. There are less obvious grabs for status, like what we post, what we do for a living, and if we have a luxury, where we think our kids should go to school. Our reasons for status-seeking are deep. If we rewind 800,000 years before Marcus started writing in his notebook, we'd find the first humans gathering around a hearth. They were in what is today called Israel. 
and they huddled around what was probably nothing more than a fire pit. They came together to share information, food, and protection. They were a deeply connected community focused on one thing, survival. We're all fighting to survive, sometimes in reality and sometimes in our own head. We get up each day and we want to do the best we can. We seek meaning, purpose, belonging, and joy. And sometimes we're just trying to put food on the table and clothes on our kids. What holds true for 99% of the world is they are too busy worrying about their own lives and their own survival to worry about you. Thinking anything different is just you getting wrapped up in your own self-importance or your own struggles with insecurity. When that happens, remind yourself, be Marcus, not Commodus. Here's Marcus in book four. Quote, the tranquility comes when you stop caring what they say or think or do. Only what you do. End quote. David Brooks shares in his book, The Second Mountain, this idea of thick connection. This from Brooks, quote, you love things that are worthy of love. You surrender to a community or a cause and make promises to other people. Build a thick jungle of loving attachments and lose yourself in the daily act of serving others as they lose themselves in the daily acts of serving you. End quote. The cycle of judgment is killing us. I judge, you judge, repeat. How do we get back to the days of thick connection? How do we build a jungle of loving attachments? Today, we have more connections, but they mean less. Well, some are thick, most are thin and facilitated by technology. When you aren't walking back to the fire with an antelope draped over your shoulder, your contribution and relevance to the community is less clear. We question our place and feel obligated to clarify, hey, look at me, I'm good. Honestly, maybe me sharing here, doing this, is a version of that. Now, another Brooks, Arthur this time, makes this point in his article in The Atlantic when he quotes Lao Tzu, quote, care about other people's approval and you will be their prisoner. End quote. Brooks goes on to say, quote, I have learned that the prison of others' approval is actually built by me, maintained by me, and guarded by me. End quote. You are your own warden in your prison of acceptance. Unlock yourself and accept you for you, not what you think others want you to be. You might be a work in progress, but you are wonderful and you are enough. And hopefully you can work to spend 0% of your energy seeking status, up, down, or sideways. But wait, you don't get a free pass because this life is not about you. Spend your status energy on doing good work and making you better for your community. We owe it to our community to be better today than we were yesterday. This from Marcus, quote, be tolerant with others and strict with yourself. End quote. Better doesn't mean being better than someone else. It means being better than the old you. That's what Marcus was doing in his writing. He was wrestling with his mind and trying to be Betty and do his duty. You were competing against the mirror of yesterday. Your community needs you to be both your best and do your duty. Whatever comes out of these gates, we've got a better chance of survival if we work together. Do you understand? If we stay together, we survive. Only you know what you need to do. Maybe it's laugh more, love more, or judge less. I need to do all of those. And I need to downshift. I need to slow down 
and see the moments for what they are, my life, and see my people for who they are, my gifts. I need to make time to support them and enjoy the moments. I hope you found this helpful. And if you did, hit like, leave me a comment, or share it out there into the world. Maybe somebody else will find it helpful too. I hope you're good. Take care out there. Maximus. Quintus. Free my men. Senator Gracchus is to be reinstated. There was a dream that was Rome. It shall be realized. These are the wishes of Marcus Aurelius. Free the prisoners! Go!